wonderful Monday morning or Monday Wednesday morning sorry a uh, little sidetracked to this morning I thought thing is straight this uh, stupid Facebook still ain't doing what it's supposed to and uh, it's not going out on our uh, live it's going out on our live feed on our website but it's not going out on our, our Facebook for some reason I don't know what's where I was in Facebook jail and it screwed something up or what but for some reason it's not working like it's supposed to I hope we can get it fixed before tonight uh, but I, uh, cause we have church service this evening, so I'm sitting here trying to look, see if I can figure out what's going on, uh, here with this, but, uh, uh, I don't know, it's not letting me share it to any of my pages or not, so I don't know what's going on. Um, but anyway, appreciate y'all watching this morning, and, uh, if you're watching on the website, uh, of course, you know, if you, you don't have the ability to comment, uh, it doesn't give you that ability uh, unfortunately, so I won't be able to see who's watching and who's, you know, none of that stuff. Now, I can't see here on my live Facebook feed, I have a few people, and uh, we've got Jennifer Heineke and Angel Dixon and Brandy Young, and uh, it's one of the ones I can see right now. I see there's uh, more, a whole lot more than that watching, uh, besides those that are, I can see. Uh, good morning, Debbie. And uh, so, if you're on, hopefully, whether you're on the website or here on my live feed, you're able to to see this one way or the other. I need to do some leaning. Let me see. My um, OCD will not allow this to lean, so I must fix this or uh, I'll be distracted the whole time and upset. Let's see here. Go over here. There we go. Let's lean a little too much. Uh, well, it's a little better. All right. As long as you see my pretty face, that's all that matters. <laughs> so I'm just teasing. Good morning, Amy Turner. So uh, good to see all you wonderful. Well, glad to see you all are watching this morning. I can't see you. I always say that. Good to see you, because but that would be weird because honestly, I many of you or I probably don't want to see you this early in the morning. So uh, <laughs> seeing this is bad enough for everybody. All right, my friends. Um, let me think here. Uh, again, I didn't get my American flag because I, I thought it would be working this morning and uh, since I was out of my Facebook prison cell, but apparently it's still not. But we'll still stand and do the pledge nonetheless. Let's go ahead and stand. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, so praise God, we can still say this pledge for now, <laughs> anyway, and uh, it is um, crazy. Our world has gone mad. Uh, we are seeing Marxist ideals, uh, socialism, fascism. It's very amazing that the very ones who scream at uh, conservatives or Trump supporters as fascists are the very ones who are acting fascists, trying to silence any of those who oppose. Uh, in fact, uh, I was reading an article by Ken Ham. Uh, he's one who has the Creation Museum, for those who don't know. In fact, uh, Fat Life Bible Church brought him and several other speakers in a few years back and had them speak at Freedom Hall Civic Center. But anyway, um, 
he was talking about uh, a uh, Christian scientist. I know that uh, is an odd combination. I, I think there's a lot more than people realize, but they're afraid to speak up because they know they'll be scrutinized. And uh, because of a podcast or an article that they've written in regards to critical race theory and uh, its relation to Marxism, uh, they were uh, fired from their job. Is that, uh, you know, so apparently you're not allowed to have an opinion that doesn't go with the status quo. And then we see uh, this, this horrible uh, shooting uh, that happened up in Colorado uh, and uh, tragic uh, looking at a police officer who tried to uh, protect those who uh, who's in harm's way. Good morning, Christy. And um, it is, uh, you know, he said he had like, I don't know how many, like seven kids or something like that. And so he, in fact, he said he was trying to find a job that was less dangerous in the police force. And then that happened. So that was really sad. And all those who lost their lives. And of course, typical liberal thinking, they uh, can't uh, allow a good tragedy to go to waste. And so what do they want to do? They want to come after the Second Amendment and want to do away with assault weapons or weapons of any kind. They, they, you know, what these idiots don't realize, and people get upset when I say stuff like that, you shouldn't say idiot, you shouldn't call people names because uh, you're a pastor. Well, you know what? Jesus called out the religious leaders of his day. He called them out as a brood of vipers. He called them out of whitewashed sepulchers. And uh, he didn't have a problem. In fact, he called Herod a fox. So, you know, uh, it is what it is. They are idiots, all right? They, uh, and to be an idiot, look it up, is a mental disorder. And uh, it was actually coined by the Psychiatric Association. So anyway, the point is, uh, what these people don't realize, this is a heart condition. This is not a gun issue. It is a heart issue. And as long as evil exists, people will try to murder, maim, and kill. It don't matter if you try to eliminate every gun in the world. The criminals will still find a way to obtain a weapon, whether it's... Look at England, all right? Uh, they went, had to go, they tried to ban guns. And uh, what do they do? They have a problem with, with knives. And so they started to uh, do a thing uh, where people can bring in their knives and uh, get money or what have you, you know, because they thought, thought that would end it. It is a heart condition, people, all right? Uh, look at how Cain killed Abel with a rock, all right? They're, they're going to find a way. So this is not about guns. All this does is hurt the law-abiding citizens when they try to, uh, to come down on gun control. That's all that hurts. They don't hurt the criminal. They care less. They're going to obtain weapons in one way or another. So that's the, the crew of the issue here is that uh, they need to, uh, we need God in this nation now more than ever. We need mental health uh, areas where these people can get the, the help that they need. And uh, they're just sick, evil people. As long as we live in a fallen world, we're going to see the results of these kind of things. And uh, that's where we're at, is, is a heart condition. And so uh, the gun issue, to me, is uh, is ridiculous. And good morning, Ginger Hood. And so, uh, you know, it, it, tragic as it is, uh, you know, they, they are going to try to, you know, right now it's already... Can't really buy ammo. I mean, it's just you know, you, that's what people talk about. They're coming after their guns. They're not going to necessarily come after your guns per se. They may try to tax the dog out of you about it. But if they can cut off the supply line to ammunition, if you have no ammo, you got y'all. You got to rock to throw. So I mean, that's where they can get you big time. But anyway, enough political commentary this morning. So I feel like it. Uh, I've said my piece. Now let us go forward. And now that I'm out of Facebook jail. How dare me to speak out against anything controversial on social media. Therefore, they are going to uh, uh, <laughs> silence you in any way. 
Our verse uh, this morning is uh, Psalm 23, 1 through 2. And uh, for those who may be watching on our website, uh, of course, I got that verse up where you can see it. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I like nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. All right. Praise God for this good word uh, this morning that we can read. When we look at this verse, of course, we can look at uh, no further than King David. Some said that uh, he may have written this maybe before he became king when he was younger. And, uh, or as a shepherd boy, of course, uh, he would uh, have a better understanding uh, of, of what a shepherd is, maybe more so than we ourselves. In fact, kings and those in authority, leadership, are often referred to as shepherds. And uh, so that's one thing that Peter, that Peter, <laughs> we've been doing our study of Peter. It's my, David uh, was talking about the Lord is my shepherd. I like nothing. So when you look at that, we know that God is going to provide for us, you know, uh, I've mentioned this before about anxiety. Uh, it is a, uh, they got an all-time high. A lot of people are on anxiety medication, not putting you down from being on that whatsoever. There was a time when I had to be on Effexor and Seroquel, but uh, by the grace of God, I was able to get off of that because of my anxiety and depression and things I was fighting. So I don't, I don't look down on you for having that. Uh, some people need it, all right? There's, but I do, I will say this, though. I do think that there are a lot of people out there who are on these medications that don't need to be. They, they can give it over to the Lord, trust in Him, and, and get them through. I think it's handed out a little too easily. But I, like I say now, if you're watching it on this, I'm not putting it down. Think nonetheless of you whatsoever at all. So I just want to make that clear. But I'm just saying I think sometimes it's thrown out a little too easily. Uh, with that said, uh, you know, we need to make sure that we're trusting God in all areas of situations. He is going to provide our needs. Now, I'm not, not, not preaching some name it, claim it kind of idea. You know, if for those who do not know what name it, claim it is, that's, you know, you say you see a, um, I don't know, I love those new Corvettes, all right? So if you say, if you saw the brand new Corvettes, I said, I name it, claim that in the name of Jesus, that will be mine. And, and then miraculously, God will give you that car. It's, it's, it's insane, all right? God could care less about your, uh, the material things that you possess in this world. In fact, I was reading an article uh, yesterday that popped up on my Google News uh, from Washington Post where a gentleman uh, was very upset uh, with the uh, mega church uh, and how uh, those in, in the, those churches employ uh, were being dressed. In fact, he's talking about some kicks that a um, one of the praise members was was wearing or sporting and said they were like $800 shoes. And, and he was talking, went on and talked about uh, Joyce Myers and T.D. Jakes and um, what's the other one? Um, no. She helped advise Trump a little bit in spiritual matters. Uh, I don't really care. Beth Moore. And uh, talking about uh, the, the expensive things that they uh, wore and had. And uh, and I agree to, you know, to a certain extent. The way that the article was going, what this guy was trying to do, he was wanting to bring down uh, those in the ministry. I think he was, he was, that was his main objective, objective uh, to do that. Uh, however, you know, I agree. I think that some of these people are into this far more for money, fame, and uh, than they are for their uh, uh, spirituality. And I, uh, uh, when you're seeing pastors, you know, riding around and multi-million dollar, uh, or I mean a thousand, well, I'll get out here in a second. 
$100,000 car and living in multi-million dollar mansions. I agree. You kind of have to question, like, eh, what's kind of going on here? <laughs> you know? But uh, but God is not you know, to bless your pocketbook, but he's going to meet all of your needs according to his riches and glory. And I think that it goes back to that anxiety and that worry. In fact, um, you know, a lot of men, believe it or not, uh, you know, we're very, we're very closed off sometimes. In fact, my wife has told me I could be quite cold and because, uh, uh, you know, I, uh, I, you know, men are bad about bottling things up. That's one reason why men have a high rate of, uh, of heart attacks because they keep things bottled up. They don't, they don't share a whole lot. They don't want to worry their families. They get, you know, and so uh, uh, as, as a result, it's, it, it attacks internally uh, and physically uh, on individuals. And I think that with everything going on with the gas prices going up to an all-time high, uh, people losing their jobs. Um, I mean, look at all those just with a, with a pipeline that lost all their jobs. It, it could be a scary time right now for a lot of people. And just, just even outside of financial uh, that people have anxiety about, uh, just the thoughts of end times brings us uh, a heightened sense of anxiety for a lot of people. Uh, just uh, Sunday, of course, my dad was speaking, preaching, talking about uh, uh, basically about eschatology uh, in times and, and reference to some of the things that are going on in our country right now, where we're headed. And my little girl, it kind of, it, it upsets her. It freaks her out a little bit uh, when these things are discussed. And I don't, I don't think she's alone. I think it, it freaks out a lot of people when they think, oh my gosh, it's, it's going to be the end times and we're going to be persecuted and all this is going to happen. May or may not. You know, it depends on where you fall in your understanding and belief in eschatology. If you're a you may believe in a pre-tribulation rapture, that we are raptured out before we have faced the tribulation. You may be a mid-tribulation uh, individual who thinks that uh, in the middle of the tribulation, Jesus will come rapture out. You may be post-trib, you know. So it depends on where you're at in your understanding and thinking. I'm not getting into theological aspects of the, those uh, eschatolo eschatological uh, issues. Uh, personally, I'm more of a mid-trib. I do think we may have to face a certain amount of trial uh, and tribulation before we're raptured out. But for a lot of people, they are, they are it, it does bother them. But here's the thing. That's why we can read this with all confidence and certainty. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing because God is there. That, that should alleviate all anxiety and worry right there because the shepherd watches over the flock. The shepherd makes sure those, feed, those, those sheep are fed, makes sure that those sheep are taken care of, what happens when one wanders off? The shepherd goes out and finds that lost sheep and brings it back. I, you know, I was one. I was, well, I saw a video. It's been a little while back. Um, where the sheep had gotten stuck down into a hole, and that shepherd, you know, what he had to do to get that that sheep had wandered off out of that deep dark hole. You know, you kind of see where where Christ is represented as the good shepherd. Look at how many of us have wandered off. Look how many of us have went to the deep, dark hole that couldn't get out. And Jesus rescued us and pulled us back out of that and brought us back together with the rest of the flock and the herd. And so that's what we see here. The Lord is my shepherd. So he's going to provide for us. He's going to, we like nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He gives us that peace. Yes, I've read this verse um, countless times. Unfortunately, many a gravesite. And the reason why I read that is because to me, to read this verse offers peace, not only to those who are mourning, but to us in our spirituality, because we understand that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me to this life beside still waters. 
you know, his rod and his staff, they comfort me. I mean, we have all these things that God is with us through life, through death. At no point are we never alone. There is no point for those who are children of God, are we ever, ever alone. We are right there with Jesus Christ is right there with us, walking alongside us every step of the way. There is nothing to fear. There's no reason to have anxiety, whether it's at end times, facing death, whatever it may be. We know that God is there. God is in control. He is going to meet our needs according to his riches and glory. And so that should eliminate. You know, that's why we go back to Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, regards your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. We have that peace that surpasses all understanding. Why? Because we have Jesus Christ. We have his strength. We understand his forgiveness. We understand his love and the extent he will go to keep us from a very real hell and to save us from ourselves sometimes. Sometimes we could be our own worst enemies. But let's go ahead and look. I want to read this in its uh, entirety here. Let me get over here at Psalm 23. I just feel like I feel led to read that whole passage. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. What a wonderful, awesome piece of scripture we have there this morning, that Jesus is there. There is nothing to fear, my friends. You know, sometimes we can have the uh, proverbial monster under the bed. And uh, sometimes we need that comfort and reassurance that God is there and God is going to protect us. And we don't have to fear the imaginary. See, that's what the devil wants. Remember, God doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And that's why we have to place our faith and trust in him. Why? Because the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. So let's put away those anxiety and those worries financial or otherwise trust me i stress out about finances every time every time i got to bounce the checkbook my wife runs <laughs> because she knows i will start hollering what was this for what is that for and uh she goes i have to buy groceries and <laughs> so uh so her and my daughter take off when they know i'm pulling out i got a big red notebook where i have my ledger where i balance the checkbook when that comes out they take off running because they know when they see that what they have spent uh it's safer to be elsewhere <laughs> So, but, uh, so I understand the stress of finances. I really do. But we have got to um, give it over to the Lord and realize he's going to take care of us and meet all of our needs. Amy says, faith over fear. Amen to that. Uh, definitely faith over fear. Miss, Mrs. Sop says, uh, the goal is to trust God while attempting to do his will, that he will work in ways we never thought possible. We can only do that through an interaction with him. Praise the Lord for that. Yes, ma'am, Mrs. Sop. Well said, you and Amy. Good, good words this morning. Well, my friends, let's go ahead and close in a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for that peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you so much for that grace, that mercy. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being the good shepherd. Thank you for uh, watching over us and protecting us and providing for us. Lord, let us take reassurance in your peace and your strength. And Lord, uh, help us not to be overcome with anxiety and fear, but that peace that does surpass all understanding. Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. 
Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us. God, and watch over this day. Lord, I do pray for our nation's leaders, our nation as a whole, that they will turn to you like never before. Touch their hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And Lord, I do want to lift up our sister in Christ, Ginger Hood, and Troy, and Linda David Feathers. Lord, I pray that you'll be with Kim Penix and Wendy Lee. And Lord, I pray for my brother in Christ, Larry Knight, and Dinah, and, and uh, uh, so many others, Lord Jesus, that uh, we pray for each and every day. My brother in Christ, uh, Mark Anderson in Chicago, Lord, pray that you'll be with him and his family and ministry. And Lord, our, our another brother in Christ, Ron Thompson. And Lord, I just pray that uh, you'll be with each and every person today that is watching and listening to lead God watch over them, put a holy hedge about them, and keep us safe and well until we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, don't forget that um, tonight's Wednesday, and well, not tonight, but the whole day is Wednesday. <laughs> but uh, tonight at 7, we'll have our uh, Bible study and uh, continuing in Second Peter, so you don't want to miss that. Be sure and join in. Some great, uh, great stuff there. Some good meat that will satisfy the hungry in spirit. And uh, so be sure and tune into that this evening. Hopefully, we get some of these tech issues straightened out. Remember, if you have any trouble watching, can't get watch see it on Facebook, six fifteen every morning. If you can't get it on Facebook, go to our website at flbconline.com, and you can always watch there uh, as well. And uh, if you haven't already, just subscribe to our my Doc Young Chronicles podcast, audio only, but you can listen to all these devotions as you're going out and about your day. My friends, it's been a blessing to, uh, to do this teaching this morning. Hope everybody has a great day, a wonderful day, a blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.